Minority Report. Hey guys, welcome to the Minority Report, the Broke Podcast. Today we're going to discuss some bullshit and news around us. Uh, this is Aaron with you, and we also have... I'm Monty V. We got Chris S. I am half doctor, half monkey, Mr. Wallace. I'm Thanos, otherwise known as Tawan. All right. <laughs> so yeah, let's hop into it. So first on the list, we have review reception of the last episode, how people felt about the episode we have posted already. Any feedback you guys get? From from what I got, like everybody, like the two people who messaged me, like they said they really enjoyed it and everything. So, so shout out to Crystal and Liz, y'all the homies. Thank you for that. Hope y'all listen to this one. Now, honestly, for me, um, a lot of people who hit me up about it, they said they they really liked um what we had to say about you know the topics that was in our first episode and just like people they say we're like around their age just talking about stuff probably also thought about and people liked our group dynamic and just felt that we everything that we talked about it sounded like it you know came from the heart and it was also kind of like they were listening to their own group of their friends talk about stuff like this yeah um from the few people i heard uh, feedback from they basically said it was like they felt like they're like almost in the room like talking to us like joking around as well so i'm glad we can give off that like comfy vibe you know but that's all i really i heard everybody here is welcome that makes sense. i didn't i didn't receive any i didn't receive any feedback uh, i guess on my own personal end but from the comments that tawan told me that you guys are saying uh i very much am very appreciative of your feedback of course i will do my best to pursue and continue this uh person that i am turning out to be i guess whatever whatever comedy relief that you guys are receiving from this so you know much appreciated and thank you of course for your feedback would you guys say like there's anything you want people to like gain from listening to us i know we kind of did this as like a you know kind of like a group project activity type of thing but now that it's realized would you say there's anything you want people to gain from this or our conversations never take anything i say seriously if you hear this voice do not take it to heart. This is a voice that you literally can have and possess one brain cell, and that is all you need. It is the equivalent of a, of a, of a boon scratching his ass. That's that, that's the best I can say. Man, I just hope people have fun. You know, just enjoy listening to us. Uh, we're definitely not gonna be that podcast where it's like super like, I don't know, you're not gonna get your news from us basically. You're gonna hear things here and there. But I just hope people, you know, like, Maybe like while driving to work or working out or just chilling in their room or living room or something, just like enjoy us for that good hour. That's really it. Uh, personally, I just want the like people to have like they feel comfortable listening to us. Like what you guys are saying, how like this everybody feels like they were like listening, they're in the room with us. Like that's the kind of like that's what I want to get off from this podcast. I guess just like we're all like a welcoming group, pretty much. Yeah, the vibe should be like uh, the intro of that 70s show uh, in the basement, <laughs> passing the doobie. Like you're sitting with your friends, you know, listening in on the convo. Yeah, I feel that. And piggybacking off like Chris and Aaron, that's kind of how I felt about it as well. Like a lot, when a lot of people were telling me that they felt as if like, you know, they were listening in on like a group of friends conversation. And like, that's pretty much like what you're exactly doing though. Like we're just a group of friends and we just decided to start this up and we, we thought like why not just do it you know and that's kind of i feel like that's the vibe that we that we gave off and that's that's kind of what we intended also so we're glad that the intentions that we kind of subconsciously had ended up kind of paying off in that first episode and just hope um along the way that you guys just feel comfortable with us yeah so i would say to 
to get into like our actual first topic, uh, we kind of want to talk about activism today. I know coming from dating apps to activism, <laughs> it's pretty funny, but um, it was just something we were thinking about and we decided why not just put it into a podcast topic. So um, activism can, you know, range from a couple from a group of things that you might be interested in. If it's either like from race issues or sexuality and gender, it can go from like a range so I guess it's like a basic starting point. I would just ask like to all of us in here, how would you say you've like participated as far as like activism goes or if it range, it can range from like anything as far as like Black Lives Matter protests or, um, you know, helping migrant children, um, sexual, sexuality, gender issues, anything of that type. I personally have been like, well, like the most participation I did was when the whole George Floyd thing happened, like back in like last year, pretty much. I don't remember exactly the date. <clears throat> like um, a couple of us, we went to the protest downtown Chicago. But I do try to like to like share resources as much as possible, like online or on Twitter or like Facebook or any or anywhere else I can. You know, just try to share some uh, links to help people, whatever. That's me. Yeah, like I did the same thing. I not i have like a platform it's obviously not huge but it's enough where i can just uh like christian said share resources you know um share certain posts or i don't know if you see like certain posts that say people are like in need of money for shelter you know sharing stuff like that we also it was uh i believe it was me tawan and christian yeah we went to the to the what's it called the protest for george floyd that shit uh, took a really hard left turn within a very short amount of time, but we can get into that a bit later. I guess what I could say is I've done my daily due diligence to basically oppress the whites. Uh, I feel it is my duty as a black man. And of course, this is for those who, oops, text message. This is for those who, of course, you know, should not take this to heart. If you do take this to heart, then that, of course, would mean you're racist. But I feel like, you know, as a black man living in America, I should do my part to basically return or return the power that was stolen from us, in my opinion. You know, we we built this great country and I think it's, you know, secretly just time for us to take it back. You know, we built Wall Street. Wall Street should have been ours. Wall Street is still ours. So fuck y'all, you New Yorkers. I say it's not. I kind of participated a lot, um, I would say online, because, <clears throat> you know, when a lot of the protests were going on that were happening last year and stuff um it was also during COVID, so i only went to one of the actual protests but as far as like going to multiple ones you know just because i live in my family didn't want to put anybody at risk of COVID, so i did a lot what i could from home so if it was either reposting like petitions um links to websites where people could um donate to certain types of funds whether it be you know uh, bailout funds food funds anything like that um, I was doing that and also like any time where I could like share any videos of like stuff that's happening, like showing like what cops were actually doing to protesters when they weren't actually deserving of the treatment that they were getting. I was like posting those a lot. That's pretty much all we could do. Like, <clears throat> like I know some people like they did like uh, they did go protest after the one like the major one in Chicago. Like we all pretty much just had to do it online just because we all like live with our families and we didn't want to like risk them getting COVID or whatever. So I mean, we did the best that we could. I mean, yeah. Yeah, which is it's so weird. Cause like, you know, cause seeing all those people like out there, it's like, damn, it's like, damn, we got to go out during a pandemic to actually like 
fight for our other rights at the same yeah. time. It's like, damn, it's like I can't, it's like, I can't just be sick. I gotta be sick and worried about if, like some one of us go get shot on the way home or some something like that. Yeah, pretty much. It's really crazy. Just think about that. You can't just like. <laughs> like you really can't have one struggle at a time like you really gotta it's, if it's not like more than one you're not struggling basically that's but um aaron if you did you have want to have anything to input on this mm, i don't know i think activism is more of a lifestyle i know whether there's activism on the streets or activism online uh, many different have different opinions on that but i think just using the avenues that you have to spread information because spreading information is the overall goal of people who may not like us live the day-to-day struggle and know like more than just the stereotypes of you know getting stopped by the police or you know, just the, the nuances of the minority experience. You know, doing your best to you know express that and send that information out to people who may not think about it on a day-to-day basis to build awareness because that's the building blocks of change in society. I like that. Yeah, my man Aaron spinning facts over here. You already know he got to come in. Yeah, with it. <laughs> so since we talked about kind of like ways that we've um, participated, you know, in like in like activism, like when we can, um, what would you say are like either things or types of people that you don't like when like certain, I would say, activist streaks come up? So like when big issues come up, like how they did last summer, you know, there's people who, you know, are actually like they're out there, you know, they're trying to like do their due diligence, but then you have like other groups of people or, you know, even companies that may like kind of swoop in to um, put, to put their say in, but it's not always the best. So like, how would you, how would you discuss the type of those type of things that you say you don't like seeing when like, activism comes up? I hate like that corporate activism, like that, um, like the and Jemima, Uncle Ben stuff. There's a company that's sitting here owning a, a name, Uncle Ben's Rice. Aunt Jemima's pancake or syrup. And like, we don't want the heat, so let's just do the preemptive move of changing this up. The us on the streets, no one's sitting here on the streets asking for Aunt Jemima's name to be changed. But it happens anyway, and the people on the opposite side uses that as ammo against us. So it's kind of like this, we're fighting against people on our own side and people on the other side. Yeah, that kind of stuff annoys me. Yeah. Because um, I definitely did see it on Facebook how, uh, like, the Hispanic community were, like, uh, getting mad at the, the black community just because, like, how, like, it was just Black Lives Matter, but then there was another part of the community where, like, but what about us? We also go through it a lot. But I'm like, <clears throat> I, I hate that just because I'm like, right now we're just, like, it's just we're talking about one thing and just, like, this big thing that we need to talk about. Like, like pretty much, in, in my opinion, it's just, like, how should I put this? Like our, I guess our time will come. I guess I, if I can, that's the proper way I can say it. But just like the way I feel is like right now we don't need to talk about that. We just need to talk about this big thing that's going on right now, and it's you know Black Lives Matter. That's what I hated during the summer. And it's just so half-assed because it's like it's like people being like those like uh kind of like a pick me person. It's. Ooh people were having protests about George Floyd and what was happening in the moment for you to try to take away from that and bring up something else when it's like let us fix this problem and then we can move on to the next we need to fix the problem that's staring us you know in the face and I feel like for for the Hispanics who were being like that and like oh well technically like, our lives matter too 
they weren't really helping the situation. They were definitely on the other side of the, the opposition. And it I, in Chicago, it turned into like a whole like I don't remember. It was like really for a week. I don't know if you guys remember. It was a whole like Hispanic versus like black thing. And I'm just like, yo, you guys are doing exactly what they want us to do. You know what I mean? Because they know if we got they got if we gather together against them, they know that they would definitely lose. So of course they're gonna like in a way pit us against each other. That shit was just gross. I last summer did not like me a post of black squared pictured type of stupid motherfucker. I did not appreciate the fact that everybody, some some white person thought in their mind it was okay to start this hashtag called Blackout Tuesday and just flood everybody's fucking Instagram screen with a goddamn black square like these motherfuckers were trying to build up to some new sort of post or some share like they paid for the pop off the little filler bullshit my opinion it wasn't enough posting a black square like what 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 the fuck does that do you're posting a solid color when you're out there seeing how this shit is you should more so voice it and speak how you actually feel and i had to get on a lot of people who were doing that on my feed because it was just something i didn't appreciate like me, me waking up and seeing that it did nothing for me and there were there were of course some black people too who just you know didn't know any better so of course i'm not going to come at them but for the for the people who want to be the allies of color, you know, be be our allies, you know, I didn't I didn't necessarily like you know jump at them, but I definitely let them know like, hey, this doesn't fly, you know, like because it's also I think I I saw something somewhere which you know of course social media, so it could be true or false, but it also was saying that the Blackout Tuesday or posting these black squares was a uh, a low key plan to kind of erase a lot of the feed of content that people were uploading about the current you know protests and riots and that you know instagram was only okay with this so it can just like cleanse the feed and you know keep everything like i guess at peace from you know the social media platform falling apart like it does every fucking time that shit didn't fly by with me so i i at least did my due diligence to let people know if you're a spectator of this or if you feel something when it comes to this there's nothing wrong with writing it down and posting that because it is your platform. Of course, hey, I am one person. I can't come at you for what you do on your platform. So if you in your mind, you feel that's your quote unquote activism, but is posting a solid color, by all means. But I can tell you from the person who actually is the skin color and going to the problem, we don't want that. Like, it, it's more important if you verbalize and let people know how you feel and what you feel if it makes you feel something. Because if it does make you feel something and you feel wrong what you're viewing, that says you're a lot more human than a good chunk of America in itself already. So I'd probably say that that was just my only big problem. But overall, I mean, yeah, it was nice to see the true support, you know, and the true allies for us when it came to, you know, Black Lives Matter. So very appreciative for those out there that are, you know, Black Lives Matters protesters and supporters. You know, we love you dearly yeah. and heartily on this podcast. Like with these companies who, you know, every company slowly took their way and they like created Black Lives Matter advertisement, you know, like, like here, we're here for you. But I didn't see many actually take a step into helping. It's like, oh, that's cool. You mean like a Black Lives Matter logo for your business, but like, are you actually get something done or is it just like uh, performative like activism? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, are you actually changing your mind and being like, whoa, maybe our company should head in this direction? Or are you just doing this because you don't want the backlash that the Black Lives Matter movement is bringing to companies mm -hmm. that need to step forward? You know what I mean? And I hate 
social media just makes it even like worse because you have these people who are just like the companies posting these like black squares on Instagram because they feel like they need to because they're like and they're thinking like oh if this person didn't see me post it they're gonna think I'm not an ally so you have people flooding Instagram with these black squares and hash you know like hashtag Black Lives Matter which is also blocking the resources that people need during the protest there's so many uh, people are sharing so many links and so many on um, posts talking about like if you need like uh, like bail and safe uh, and effective like ways to go to a rally but also not get COVID stuff like that and social media just lets people hide behind their phones and pretend like they care when really they don't they're just sharing a post or just posting a black square and they're not even like opening their mind to change and once they share that black square they feel as if they did their part and I think that's just so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. And it's funny because the I remember the whole Blackout Tuesday thing was it was like it was supposed to be something. It was something that started in like the music industry at first. Like it stemmed from like these music executives like who were who were going about it and talking about like the show must be paused and like how like they wanted like Black Americans you know not spend money on that day or not listen to like except radio stations and things of that matter. But from that, it got spun out into like the whole Blackout Tuesday. And then that's where we got people like posting like the black squares on like Instagram and such. And that's, yeah, that's where that stems from. And cause it, it had good intentions in the beginning, but it just stemmed like everybody started using it. And then from that point, that's when people started like clogging up the actual like Black Lives Matter hashtags with like just black squares and like people who were like either at at protest or wanting to get more info on things, you know, if they searched it up, they just got like a full thing of black squares and maybe one post. But um, to kind of piggyback on what Armani and Aaron said, yeah, perform performative activism, I would say is like one of the things that I don't like <laughs> the most. And it, it's funny because you know companies always do it like for anything. Um, you, one of the biggest ones that you always see is like the like the the pride mm-hmm. during pride month every company has like every type of rainbow merch that you can imagine like it's like everything rainbow everything it's like now that they've deemed like black lives matter to be appropriate for their company they're like okay now we can have like black lives matter merch and stuff like i don't know if y'all saw yeah, but like target had like black history month merch <laughs> i don't know if y'all saw this stuff but they had like <laughs> yeah it, it, I, I saw that and i was like hmm I wonder what Target put out Black Lives Matter merch. I mean, Black History Month merch last year, though. It, it's just one of those things. All of a sudden, they're just following a trend, you know, just trying to, you know, appease everybody. Clearly, because I walked into Target and I uh, walked past the kids section, I just see like sweatshirts with like Martin Luther King on them and stuff like that. And I'm just like, huh? Like, I, it, it caught me honestly by surprise. I didn't expect it. I saw it on their website. And actually, no, I got an email, and then like it put, had it all in there, and I was like, "Well, that's that's kind of interesting, I guess." But yeah, I would say that yeah, that part though usually is what kind of gets me the most because usually what most of the companies do, like if they're not donating money, this like the posting up the message on their social media account saying, "We hear you," and we're like. I bitch, <laughs> you've been here. How, how long you been hearing us? Cuz it ain't like it just popped up. It ain't like it just started happening. Like, like I know you should have heard okay. us for a while I don't now. Know who thought this? Like <laughs> shops in Chicago, who are like definitely like on you know like white white owners. I've seen everyone putting up like BLM posters 
And I'm just like, hmm, do you actually care about the movement or you just not want your shop to get robbed? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you not want to get looted? I try to get looted. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, do you actually have, like, people of color working at your establishment? Don't or, for real. you know what I mean? Or is it just like a deterrent? You know what I mean? And it, it just, I was just walking all over, especially Wicker Park. I was just walking all over and I was just like, ooh, you know what I mean? Be- speaking nah, of. Y'all uh, not trying to get robbed. Uh, <laughs> do you guys know who the richest African American in uh, the United States is? It's uh, Elon Musk. Who could that be? For fuck's sake. <laughs> At least let one of the brown brothers say that one. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that's not even something that should go on the record. I, I just... Oh, say what I say. God, bro. It, that, uh, was, that was a perfect transition. I'm not going to lie. Elon Musk. He's going to pass out. bro. Motherfucker's going to start... <laughs> Motherfucker's trying to Photoshop his ass wearing a Black Panther suit. I'm going to lose it. Oh, Someone's on it right now. Please. If he passed out, no, Tesla's his reparation. Aaron might. Hear me out. Hear me out. Imagine you go to the hood and you just see Tesla's everywhere. It's, it's like it's it's like the ending of Mr. Deeds. Like you gave everybody like, a Ferrari. Bro, just imagine. Yeah, imagine. Like, somebody, they go sit in the car to go pick up. Thank you. 60 under two seconds? Bro, fuck a Tesla. That nigga can give me Bro, a flamethrower. That's all I when need. When it came out, I was Ooh, I do want the flamethrower. I, I do want the flamethrower. But my adult side was like, Armani, you have to pay your tuition. But I was like, but I can have a flamethrower. And I regret that decision to this very day. I could have owned, well, I could have owned not a flamethrower, but, you know, a flamethrower. Oh, I want the real deal. And, well, no, the reason they say not a flamethrower is because he can't legally sell flamethrowers. Yeah. So he called uh, it not yeah, a flamethrower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some, somehow, some way, you know, a white man getting away with that. covers ass. Facts. But uh, also speaking about uh, Elon Musk. American ass no. motherfucker. You guys been seeing what's going on with the stocks? That's to the moon. I know, I know, Tawan, you have a wider span of knowledge about stocks than we do because, you know, you have an actual portfolio. You know what I mean? You're looking at it from a, you're not like, you're not like the people right now who are just jumping into it. Like, oh, I just want quick money. I know you have like five to 10 years and so on plans with your portfolio. So if you want to explain for us what uh, has been happening with the stock, mm-hmm. whether you want to start with, you know, game stonks or whatever you want, but go ahead, man. Yeah, I got you. Just for, to preface, I kind of, um, I kind of recently just started getting into stocks, like especially like last year when like the market was going down and I was out of work and I wasn't really, since I was working from home, I wasn't doing much. So just started wondering ways how I can make more money because I felt I was going to get laid off. And then I did. <laughs> so I was like, well, how can I get more money? So I started looking into the stock market more and more. I saw that things were down. I watched a shit ton of YouTube videos and read a lot of articles and decided to just put my money where my mouth was and just put I think I put like a thousand dollars in like just I just put it in Robin Hood it was like well we're gonna we're gonna go somewhere with this so um I think the first time around I got into a couple companies I think I got in like Tesla Google and Amazon I think most of those were like fractional shares at the time so it was just a portion of an actual what an actual share would be but I said hey just to get my like feet wet I did it so I've had it for a little bit now and yeah it's grown a good amount put more money into it but stemming from that into like the situation that's kind of going on now with like 
the hedge funds and like Robinhood itself and also like GameStop. Pretty much like if you, I feel like most people wouldn't know about the issue by now, but if you didn't, what a lot of people on the subreddit Wall Street Bets, <laughs> which is one of the funniest subreddits on the whole Reddit website, they basically, they treat the, the stock market like a casino, <laughs> which is what some people already do, like even big time people do. In this case, what a lot of people in there do, they'll like put up a thousand dollars like they'll throw in their last savings into like stock market and literally just say YOLO and we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> so they don't know if they're gonna lose money, they're gonna make money, but like just it's like the thrill of it almost. But what a lot of people in there saw was that a lot of hedge funds were shorting, um, shorting GameStop, which shorting basically means that stock price is a certain price. They basically are like betting on that stock going down. And that's what they were doing with GameStop since their stock was pretty ass. And what people in Wall Street Bets did is they started actually buying up GameStop stock. And because they were buying it and it was going at a higher price, those hedge funds were like losing all their money and in turn losing their shit because the regular people were actually getting a cut. Long story short, hedge funds got pissed. They lost their money. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of like regular people made money, like hella money. I know one dude I saw him and made like almost two million off this, which shit. <laughs> I wish. Um, but yeah, a lot of people made money in Robinhood, which, you know, Robinhood, the story of Robinhood is like you're supposed to give back to the people. They ended up turning off their fucking app so that um, people couldn't buy GameStop anymore. So that's kind of like, I would say, the best summary I can give it to the situation. If anybody else wants to go off that into like, you know, any I thoughts of there that, should be a do. stock market for flashlights. <laughs> Oh my god, I just think it's crazy that the incels of Reddit can do this. Like, it's so crazy to me. They banded together, and if I'm not, am I being, was it, uh, was it like, did they take out, one of the companies had to take out, wasn't like a $5 billion bailout from another company? Mm-hmm. One of the hedge funds. That's, that's, yes. The fact that, because I know they lost, I think, like, what, two to three billion dollars? No, they lost way more than that. Really? It was like, it was like, no, I think it was like past like 10 billion. Like, you count all of them together. I think at least. It was multiple companies Mm -hmm. that like had, you know, money in there. So it was a lot. And like, I don't even feel bad because like, it's like these people from Reddit basically played with the market the same way that these billionaires do. Literally. And. But yet they were getting mad and calling it like basically like cheating. But how come you guys can manipulate the market and you can ruin people's lives, but you benefit from us. But when we do it yeah. and we mess up your lives, but you know what I mean? Like they're probably still in their freaking, you know, like rich ass homes and whatnot. <laughs> they probably maybe probably had to like put a, a mortgage on like what? Probably their summer home or something. I don't know. But <clears throat> I just think it's crazy because like, you have to think like the stock market is is also like where a lot of people's like 401ks uh rely on ever since covid happened like a lot of 401ks have been like dropping people have been losing money but there's been no outcry about that but once you know the rich the rich man starts losing their buck then they start freaking out and the fact that they start halting like trades on this stuff just shows you that like they're not here for us they're definitely here for the people who above us you could say you know people like people like melvin capital and whatnot and i don't know it's just like i just feel like we've just been getting so many eye openers 
over this past year that I'm just like, wow, like, system's really built against us. And that's why we're here, uh, the Broke Podcast. <laughs> 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 Bro, they just mad that we found out about the infinite money glitch right. after them. <laughs> like, even Robin Hood, the old fairy tale of Robin Hood was the person that stole from the rich and gave to the poor. Literally. Exactly. Yes. Literally. That annoys me so much. And that the fact that they were like, well, you know, like, Yo. like uh, let's just, you know, cap this, you know, you, you guys are good. Like, just, well, okay, so if you look at how Robin Hood works, right? Mm-hmm. They're backed by Citadel, which is another one of these hedge funds mm-hmm. that were the enemy to begin with. When when any of us, like the day traders, the mom, the dad, the college student, goes to just have some fun, see what they can do in the stock market, Robin Hood was supposed to be the answer to that. When we go there and make trades, Robin Hood is secretly taking all of that data and selling it back to Citadel so they can bet against us at a more efficient rate. So even the company that's supposed to be helping us out is selling our data to help the hedge funds beat us anyway. So it's like, you're never really gonna win with these products. Yes, I'm not gonna try to like get into a whole rant about this, but while like I was reading about like, you know, like uh, the poverty trap, and this is something you learn about if you take like uh, political science, and yo, this is crazy. It's it's literally like uh, it's built into like our um, economy, and it's basically just like if you were born poor, you're most likely gonna end up poor. And I'm like, yo, they teach this at colleges. There's no shame. There's there's no shame. And you know, most of the people who go to college or you know like who can uh, benefit from it, they go on to make more money. But that basically means that they're teaching them about the poverty trap so they can keep the people below them there. It's like they're scaring them. Like, if you want to make more money, you have to keep the poor people poor so you can succeed. And I hate that it took for me to, like, have nothing to do during COVID to, like, get more into this type of, you know, type of stuff. This is freaking crazy, man. And I feel like it just destroys, like, morale. Like, someone who does want to eventually become or like move up in the social ranks, you know what I mean? It, it just makes you feel like you can't do anything. It just makes you feel defeated. Yeah, and that's fair though. Like, like I feel like a lot of us are like, you know, gotten, even if you haven't, but you probably just started thinking about more stuff like during COVID. Cause like basically, you know, it's like a, it's basically like a slowdown to everything. Like either if you're not working and you're all at home, you, you just either you with your family or whatever, you really ain't got much time to do, but just think about stuff, man. That's really a lot that what happened. And especially when it came to like money and like finances and stuff, I thought a lot about things and like reevaluated like, A, how I was gonna spend money and like B, like when it comes to like, you know, building credit and also saving and cut. When I was in my previous position before I get laid off, like started me with a 401k, which, you know, this was new to me. So I did my research before like defining what I was gonna do with it. But when I got laid off, I didn't know that I could just roll over that 401k into like a risk thing called like either rollover IRA or something like that. Basically, so I wouldn't have to keep that money into the my, where my company was and I could just move it out and kind of allocate the funds how I wanted it to. And it wouldn't get taxed or, you know, well, it still, you know, would get taxed if I were to pull it out early, but I wouldn't get taxed for rolling it over. And I'm like, well, why didn't nobody tell me this on the way out? Or, you know, it's just stuff like that. It's like, I didn't have that knowledge going into it. So when I, when I looked it up and saw it, I'm like, damn, somebody could have really told me this to assist me on the way out. 
I'm like, I mean, now I'm just now I know what to do. But I'm like, I feel like somebody could have easily told me this like earlier on. And I feel like that's just how a lot of things are. This is not told to us. And, you know, especially for life stuff like that, I'm like not saying I shouldn't have to look into it. But, you know, that's another one of those things like I'm like, oh, I wish I was taught this in school um, early on. Yeah, I, I feel that more and more every day because it's like there's so many things that we should be getting taught when we were younger definitely didn't teach us mm-hmm. right? and then i also you know just wrap it back around that's a part of the poverty trap not fully equipped with the knowledge to do better you know what i mean like AKA if people were to actually black. talk to us about you said what aka being black <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah i mean i can't speak on that but basically yeah and um like if people would have told us like because i feel like when we we're younger people scared us when it came to credit cards Fine. like credit cards were a yes. scary thing and yeah. people were like oh don't don't get a credit card a lot like they would show us like things on tv where it's like people get in debt using their credit cards and it definitely scared me away i always thought credit cards were a bad thing like oh my god this person has credit cards but if i would have known that i could have been building my credit at a way younger age so i could be you know like ready for when i'm older I would have loved that, but you know, they don't teach us stuff like that. They they want to teach us mediocre things like the Pythagorean theorem and everything. The, yeah, exactly. A there squared plus B squared plus C right squared. There you go, yeah. Right? I'll definitely use this in real life, man. Not PEMDIS, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that exactly. bitch. It's just like, yeah, because like at the party, <laughs> I asked you guys, like, oh, like, uh, if I, I don't have a credit card and everything, like, I just like, give me advice and everything like it, it's like it's funny that i have to ask you guys like for instead of i don't know like an adult or like somebody who like or someone who just like knows more about it than like just like the basic knowledge i guess i don't yeah. know it just it's like it was just it was just meant for us to fail basically you know like yeah that's my two cents in it i was told the uh the the gene method so I was I was told that, uh, you know, you get a credit card, you get it. So you should make like, you know, your first time small purchase and just pay it off. So I've always been told, you know, like, oh, like, you know, go buy a pair of jeans, you know, like, or, you know, go buy like some food or something or whatever, just so, uh, you know, you can immediately just pay that off. And then you kind of just keep doing that method uh, for a couple months and then slowly build up your credit. I, I in my case situation, I unfortunately couldn't do that because my credit kind of asked. You know, I, I mean, I, I can admit that I'm young, you know, so it's like, it's just one of those things. But even even now, I was still, you know, like, even now with me having a credit card, it's it's it was scary at first, but it makes me feel, I guess, responsible in a way as I'm, you know, I, I do have a credit card right now, but uh, as I'm making these purchases and able to just, you know, pay them off, you know, like, I feel like I got, you know, like a little, a little, a little goody boy points or whatever, you know, like a little like fucking adult points. Like, I guess it, it makes me feel it's not as scary as they were making it seem, but more so that I was getting warned not to make irrational choices that I know for a fact I would make, letting it get to my head, you know, the whole stigmata, oh, I have a credit card. Cause you know, once that gets in your head, it will go down this line of just, you know, not speaking from experience, but it will, I feel like it will go down this line of just purchases that you'll just, you know, use the current excuse, you know, I have a credit card until, you know, next thing you know, your goddamn holes in your pockets are burnt out and what do you have left, so. Yeah, like, well, no, it's like what I've learned so far. You know, I'm not that old. I'm only 23. But what I've learned so far is like, use your credit card for like day-to-day transactions that you usually make. Like your credit, your credit card doesn't have to be for big, expensive things. 
Like the more like smaller stuff you buy, you go to the gas station, you pay for gas, you use your credit card. You're gonna be bumping up your credit more. Cause if you're the type where you're like, oh, I'm gonna use my credit cards maximum for this one purchase. No, like you can do that, but also make sure you are buying other things as well. You don't wanna, you wanna make sure your credit progress is at a smooth rate. You don't wanna just like use it like here and there. You know what I mean? Like it's cool to have that as like a backup or a safety, but if you're using it in a very like precautious way, you're not gonna build your credit. Mm, yeah, yeah, I get that. And that's what I've been, um, that's mainly the main thing I've been working on. Like last year, when I said I was like kind of evaluating how I was gonna handle finances in the future. And after watching, of course, you know, YouTube. So one dude was basically just going over like same thing you said, like kind of using, kind of using your credit card as like a debit card almost. Cause he said, you know, if you make a, if you make a point, not point, if you make a purchase with like your debit card, you know, that's your actual money that you're getting like taken away out of your account. But if you use your credit card and it seems like something goes wrong, like you can easily get those charges reversed and everything. And you don't have to worry about actually spending your money till you pay the bill because it's not your money yet. I mean, it's, it's not your money till you, you actually pay it off. And once, like when I got the information, like I processed and I was like, damn, this dude's actually right. And last year, like I applied for a lot of credit cards. I think right now I probably have about like six or seven. I know it may seem like overkill, but I'm thinking when I thought about it, if you know, when you apply for credit cards and stuff, those inquiries go off your account at a certain time. I think it's like three to five years. But if you get them all at one time, you need to get all that shit taken off at like three to five years and then I'll have to worry about it. And then I'll have like actual like weight of age on like my credit report and stuff. So I was just thinking about it like that. And then also just depending on the cards you get, you just hella good, you get hella good benefits. Like on one card I have, I get 2% cash back on everything. I think I can use that cash back for gift cards or to pay off my actual bill. So if I get $100 in cash back, that can go towards my bill and I don't even have to fucking, I mean, I don't even have to pay for that much depending on what I spent it. So it's really just about how you handle it and not thinking of it as like a scary thing. Cause I did at first think of it as a scary thing. So I only have one. And like now I feel comfortable managing like the amount that I have now cause I know what I'm, I know what I use them for and I'm pretty good at like, I would say managing expenses for the most part. Dang, you hear that guys? We're putting y'all onto some game right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, if someone were saying this to me a few years earlier, I would have loved it, you know. Oh God. Um, I, seriously though, like this is free game right now. Listen up. Yeah, this is free game. We are not this. financial advisors. Yes, so take please. it with a grain of salt. So if your so if your shit we, come back trash, it wasn't our fault. <laughs> we do not take any liability. We're just saying right now, y'all should get fucked up. That's on y'all. Period. Oh, 401k thought like shit. Yeah, Derek. we'll Thank um you. we'll refer you to HR, which is Aaron. Um. <laughs> I take all so if you have a, yeah, so if you have a problem we'll refer you to hr but oh yeah. Uh, yeah we are not handling <laughs> any liabilities yeah. you know what hey hold on hold on, hold on. i got you song? i got you you want to be you want to hey look listen Such listen I'm a, I'm a hey hey a a from a to b and b to c you feel me you want to build up your credit i got you what you do is what you do is don't hey look you ain't got to worry about buying pants you ain't got to worry about chipotle meals what you do is find five of your favorite only fans creators and then just have monthly subscriptions on and then what you do you just pay those bills off each month 
that's easy peasy right there look you can split it up you feel me you find a one that's got the five dollar deals hey you can get crazy maybe even throw a twelve dollar in there you know be a little spicy don't forget to leave a tip. You know you what? You can afford it. You know what, brother? Brother Wallace? I, I just, brother Wallace? I'm gonna give you gotta leave you. a tip. Yeah. Yeah. You got the brain cell today. Yeah, yeah. You got the brain cell today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, see, here's the thing. The tip is taxed because the motherfuckers tax you down. Oh, my so, God. Oh, I mean, my God. That's that, cheap ass, man. We're not going to talk about this now. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this, is, this is why we're called the Red Podcast. Let's get into it. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Can we play with please. that soundboard? Okay. <laughs> I hate y'all, bro. But yeah, um, you know, you know, we should talk about we should talk about like uh, how we met each other. Oh um, God. Damn, uh, who should go first? I think. I, I think. think no, no, no. It, it it, no, 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 no. I, I disagree. I disagree because of just the timelines and how everything. Like I, I let me let Christian me. Christian and Armani known each other longer than we. Yeah, have. it's like we've known each other since like eighth grade, like elementary school. So our timelines are okay. Yeah, so then y'all, y'all should y'all should start right. then. Y'all should start then. Cool. Yeah. So boom. All right. Two ugly mugs <laughs> sitting in a class together on Godly glue. We have glowed up. Yes. Because man. Miss Navaris calls my sonas, which basically means like loud ass deep voice man. Cause we were just like, you know, you know, you're young, you're in elementary school, you know, you have that like the <laughs> laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um Christian was in the other class. The the uh, we'll call it the special class. The special class no no no. So they definitely okay. What the fuck? Low-key, we went to a school named Jose de Diego and they low-key separate the shit out of us by test scores. And they made it so obvious. They didn't even like try to like, you know, like, you know, like smooth it out. But yeah, so he was in a different class, but we had like, uh, I think it was, we had what, that last class together, right? Mr. Navarro's class? Yeah, it was Mr. Navarro's class. And we would just like, you know, do the shit, joke around. Literally, t- our personalities were entirely revolved around Call of Duty. Pretty much, yeah. And I feel like that was everyone in like 2011, as soon as Black Ops came out. But yeah, um, so then I met Christian. But then when we graduated, he went to an entirely different school than I did. Not too far away, but he just went to a different school. Yeah. And I went to the school that was very close to our uh, our middle school. And we kind of talked here and there. Well, I'd but... see you like every now and then. I'd be like, I'd see you at school and everything. Like, oh, hey, money. You know, okay, and then that's about it. And Literally, then we'd message I'd... each other like every now and then, but it would never be like too crazy. Yeah, because I know I would always run into you by your school. Yeah. Because, you know, I was going over there doing my thing, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but we would always run into each other and shit. It was crazy. And then when we got to college, um, did we run into each other? Did we message each other? No, we- I don't know. I remember this clearly. So it was our math class and everything. And then I was going to the discussion. I forget what it was called. I don't remember. But uh, we, I was the going there. Yeah, and then I saw him like I, look, I saw someone there. I'm like, that looks familiar. And then I walk a little closer. I'm like, Yo, it's Armani. And then that's how we like we met up and everything because we had the same same uh, math class basically. Yeah, yeah, math 118, right? Yeah, I, I remember. But yeah, oh, it was something like that. <laughs> but yeah, and we ran into each other again, and it was just so refreshing to see him and whatnot. Oh, I'm yeah. starting to get out more, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, struggling together. Yeah, some other stuff happened, and then you know we reunited again. And then yeah, so then yeah, so we became friends again in our freshman year, and then 
we stopped talking, not because of us, other things. Um, you know, just like our lives, different directions and kind of way. Yeah. And then we end up start, started talking again in 2019. And then he progressively came more back into my life. And then I've already met Tawan, and but we're gonna get to this in a second. So then I eventually brought him to my friend group with, you know, the boys. The boys. But if you guys want to tell your side of the story, and then we can link it with how I met Tawan. Um, well, I'm so LaShawn worried. You guys can't yeah, see this. Yeah. LaShawn is literally like uh, rubbing his I have my together, hood like, up like, right yeah. now. <laughs> I have my hood up right hood now. Up. I am on Sith he mode. He's rubbing his hands together. Like, I, I, I have the red lighting on and everything. Oh my God. Like, I am in your ear right now. I can't. So, I'm worried. This is how a tale of tales. Me, Tawan, and Aaron, we got the black the blackest and the blacker. I said that out of order. The blacker than the blackest, that of course being Aaron. We'll say, put ourselves in 2012, high school just started. Um, well, you know, me, me, the narrator, will put you guys in my shoes, my lives. You secretly don't want to be, and that's fine, but too bad. So, coming to high school, I was coming from the mindset that, you know, I had to be the cool kid, you know, like I watched all these sitcoms and, you know, that 70s show and shit like that. So I was following the whites. I shouldn't have been at the time, but, you know, Lord bless me. I wasn't just, you know, smart enough back then. I thought in my mind I had to be Mr. Cool, you know, so I uh, had to come up with some stories, you know, or just make some some (laughs) some falsifications basically just to kind of put myself in this bracket that um i i know i wasn't in so tawan truly and i know this is gonna sound wholesome which i don't do tawan truly is the my legitimate first friend in high school um and our actual like if, if you can sit here and say how we exactly met I don't know, but I think we were just in a scenario where we kind of just looked at each other and it was like, I guess this look. And it's because either I said some stupid shit, which I'm known for as I'm talking right now, and he is very known for giving the looks of receiving and hearing stupid shit. And from there, we kind of just clicked off. So that's kind of how we became friends. And that only further leads down to the progressive line of Aaron. So uh, this is a funny story because this is, this is, it's, it's it's crazy in life how you can feel so much anger towards one person and then you grow up and just realize (laughs) 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 and you kind of just grow up and realize that you know you can you can love them as close as one of your own brothers um so me and aaron are that we actually started off, or me more so, you know, like you said, speak for yourself. I wasn't very too fond of Aaron, and by very too fond is that I just honestly didn't really fucking like him. Like, his existence, like, brought utter pain into my life as I viewed him. Damn. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, and... Can I ask a question? Why, did, why didn't you like him? I'm sorry. Is there a this specific reason or can you not that? And, 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 oh, no, 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 no. And here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Did you say these bitches is my sons? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron was running shit, bro. No, 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 no. Truth, truth, truth be told, truth be told, it is my fault because I put on this, you know, this persona that I had to be the class clown, you know, so I 
I was in a mindset back then, you know, just this is just, this is just me being, you know, real. I was in a mindset back then that my only way of making friends was to put this sort of charade on that I was this person that I know I'm not. So it uh, it basically turned me into like the the class annoyance in a way necessarily. And you know, of course, we're high school, so you know, we're we're children. We're gonna be, you know, not in our minds mean to each other but in a way mean to each other so aaron was amongst uh other people who kind of would in my mind back then make fun of me and you know me being me like and of course stubborn or whatnot i took it to offense entirely way more than i should have really there's one of those situations where it ain't that deep it ain't that real but you know like I said, Tuan being my only true friend, you know, I didn't really have a lot of people in my corner. And, you know, he, he, he did what he could for me at the same time. It didn't really involve him, so it wasn't much for him to get into. He simply just had to be a spectator. So I put this, um, I put this, like, mental status around Aaron that, like, I guess whenever I saw him, I automatically wanted to be in beef mode with him, you know, because it's like, he, I guess, just, I guess, just like his his presence back then just really irked me for no for no reason. And truth be told, is because he felt not even aggravation towards me, but just you know, like, and I won't even say like pity. He was just like, you know, you just you just run your mouth too much, dog. So, um, it, it our friendship eventually, of course, grew past that as you know years came on, we grow up, you know, um, <laughs> uh, and it came to a point where we kind of just looked at each other and you know we were just like. Mainly me, but we were just like, you know, why, why the fuck are we beefing so much? You know, like, like, why was that so necessary? And it just, we came to the conclusion that we can be friends, but we're all just aware that I'm pretty fucking slow at times and kind of just accept it. Man, so it, it's all a nurturing, growing mindset. Well, from my perspective, I can imagine when you're in high school. <laughs> no, for real, let's get your perspective though. I would love Please. to hear this. So back in high school. Oh God. Uh, me, LaShawn, and Tuan went to the same high school all four years, and you know how it is, so lit. Um, my first memory of LaShawn, can't really recall that. So it's, it's a bunch of statements and jokes that come to mind. But uh, <laughs> I remember Tuan specifically, we met him. Um, my earliest remember, memory was who sat next to each other in Mr. Bull's class. That was um, IT or something like that, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And we were, um, he got me into uh, House of Cards, the show that I really like now. We shared music back and forth. And I met LaShawn through him pretty much. But I didn't have any, you know, ill will towards LaShawn. But he was still cool people, so you know. Uh, <laughs> but um, but all of this animosities is pretty vital to me, just for the record. Um, but later on in life, you know, we've made amends apparently. But um, again, you know, when when you're the father, yo, and the son my tries dick. to step up, you just gotta take okay, it with stride. Okay, and here, we go, here we go. Because you know, these men are You are you are darker than Black Matter itself. I, I at least have oh, some no. sort of light in me. I still no, love no, 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 to the next bro. topic of conversation. The light touches you; it shrivels. It screams. For the audience out there, when you have people looking up to you, just take it with stride. Be a good example. Oh my God! I'm looking. I'm looking at the abyss. Then shit, it's over. Working pride and confidence. I'm looking into space, bro. Hey, I'm looking into outer space. Then no stars, ain't a planet. It's just an abyss out there. That's the end of the world. No, motherfucker, you're right. I'm looking at the end of the world. Son, it's okay. Son. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> so, like I'm, I'm gonna take the mic away on this one. So then, the, they, the three of them know each other from high school. You know, Tuan chilling. You know, Aaron doing his thing. You know, Lashawn being a villain. Um, he still is. I knew Christian. So then, when it's, I love telling people this story. So when I met Tuan, we, so our college at UIC had uh, like this um, how to make friends page, and. I don't know if one of us posted about Kanye or someone posted about Kanye. And I was like, yo, I fucking love Kanye. You know what I mean? And then he's like, yo, I like Kanye too. And then randomly I was like, you know, I was trying to, you know, make friends or whatnot. And he's like, he hit me up and I hit him up. And I was like, yo, do you want to go to the post office with me right now? Like random as fuck. It was definitely like 8 p.m. already. It was it was dark outside. And when he said, yeah, I was like, well, I honestly wasn't expecting me. Yeah, I'm just, you know shooting my shot and then um we went to the post office together we talked the whole time there was not even like an awkward moment at all we were just chilling and then like we literally just became like really good friends right after that like i'd go to his dorm we'd play like uh overwatch or we just hang out together you know i might have been a slightly bad influence towards Tawan, but you know we love that character development you know um and then after being his... Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, bro. You know, can we talk about this that stuff? Oh, like, can we talk about that stuff? Okay, so like, you know, like as soon as I met him, he was like, I was like, yo, you smoke? He's like, nah, I don't smoke. And I was like, dude, say less. And, and then it was literally at the beginning of the year, and I was like, your birthday's coming up. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke you out. So we definitely did that. Uh, that was a great time. The, the man was even there in the moment, bro. Like, we were playing some Kid Cudi. This man was just lost in the moment. It was so beautiful. And then eventually, I met... Who did... I don't remember who I met first between LaShawn and Aaron. I think I met LaShawn first, right? Yeah, and I met no, you, 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 you met LaShawn first. This man was a, a ball of just chaos. He had, like, this a, a pink, right. like, mohawk fro. I don't know what to call that. Uh, he's all over the place, you know, he looks very different than how he looks now. And then I eventually met Aaron. Aaron, he he looked like, he looked like a, like a Uzi, but on a good diet, you know what I mean? Like, he had, he had his, uh, (laughs) he had his dreads, you know, throwing to the side, you know, (laughs) docks on. I was like, oh shit, he got docks. You know, me and Aaron, we were immediately cool, you know what I mean? And then, yeah, eventually we just brought them together. I brought Christian in eventually because uh, yeah. for a while, you know, they also hung out with my other friends. But yeah, and then now nah, we just all chilling shit, you know. I'm, I'm so glad that like, I don't know, I'm so glad I met Tawan. And bro, the excitement, the excitement I had, like, getting him high for the first time. And then finding, and then, and then he literally looked at me, he's like, bro, if you tell my friends that I smoke, they'll like freak out. And I was like, no way. So, you know. You know, I claim that. You know, I'm a little proud of that. He took his car to smoke out the homie. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, you know, then I met the rest of you guys, and we started hanging out consecutively, and whatnot, going to bars, drinking. You know, you got me a job. Yes, sir. And, uh, where you used to work? Oh yeah. Oh my. So I got. You also got me a job. job. I, I've given so many people jobs. At... <laughs> literally, no, literally job man, job man. Yeah, that's me. Like, you need to. No, literally, whenever someone's like, man, I need a job, I'm like, oh, yeah, you trying to work, bro? I got you. 
And, you know, like, Christian, it worked out really good for Christian. LaShawn, LaShawn don't like working. Yeah, uh, working at a restaurant fair. was not his thing. Like, someone would be like, go water this table. And he's like, man, why should you tell me water some tables? I'm like, what? You gotta water some fucking tables. Like, That's literally your job title. <laughs> this man would be like, I gotta take another oh, no, bus. I ain't applied Bro, to be water table man. This man would be like, I gotta take another bus tub. Meanwhile, there's girls who are like 5'2", taking them up and down, like, with no effort. And I'm okay, just like, okay, hold on. You but, are portraying the wrong sort of act here. Hold on, but, hold let's on. Let's just be fair, it's just not your type of job. It's just not your type of job. Okay, I can agree to that. I can agree to that. And, but yeah, and then I got Christian a job there and whatnot. Uh, I've got really plenty of other friends out there. And oh yeah, it's, it's such, honestly, it was the first job that like, I like genuinely like. There was like a good amount of like stress. But I liked it because, like, I genuinely liked the people I was working with. I had no bad blood with anybody. Even the people I didn't talk to, we were still cool enough to have, like, conversations. They obviously weren't that deep, but, you know. And also, I love feeding my homies. My homies would come. I'd feed them, whatnot. Family come, feed them. But, I mean, not get into talking about my job. Because, you know, in reality, my dream isn't to work. I would love to just be a rich man. Oh God! That, and that's on baby. When people, when people, I try to be a house husband. What's up? Swan can Swan can clean. Swan the shit. If y'all don't hit this man up, watch, watch how he finna get this ring. I swear. <laughs> no, but hey, he just that's, the a, that's right a verse now. right there. When when people talk about dream jobs, like, now I'm like, whew, like like baby girl, you, you dream about working. <laughs> I dream of effortless life, but obviously that's 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 not gonna you know be easy to accomplish. But you know, yeah, I did like simply dream different, and uh, I was glad I was able to uh, help my homies out whenever they needed it with you know a job, even if they you know came and went, you know as long as they were get on their feet. That's what mattered to me. Oh yeah, yep. Thank you for that very much. Yeah, definitely appreciate the job. Of course, if I eat, my homies eat. Yeah. And now look at us we're doing like movie night, we're watching like TV shows together. It's just it's just great, man. Yeah, I love it here. I mean, it, I also say oh, it was yeah. a good experience because it's you know now I know I never will do that shit ever again in my lifetime. You know, so it's so funny is I knew you didn't tip before you started working there. So in my head I'm like he's gonna start tipping since he worked at a restaurant before. Shit. <laughs> this book, man. We're not having this conversation hey, play again. It. Let me we're not hey, having this conversation. Hey, again. play it. Let me let me tell you something. Tip ain't in my name. Y'all hear this man is a is a menace to society. Not, n- neither is broke, but it's still there, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> broke, hey, broke keep me humble. Tip keep me broker. You feel me? It, I am a uh, man that is smart. That's all I'm saying. I hate you, bro. Alrighty. <laughs> a villain. A villain. <laughs> this man is definitely the villain. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just Especially saying. Especially with that look, purple light. Look, Come on now. Look, I will. I will. I will say this. I will say this wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, I will say this. In any extreme weather condition, if a person is tipping me, I will gladly give them a five, six dollar tip. If it's sunny as shit outside and you driving your bike, hey, good fitness to you work out. I'm not tipping you though. Bro, sorry, <laughs> let's not, let's hey. not, no, 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 let's not get into this. Let's not get into this. We're about to get your leg looking great, bro. but it's not worth my wallet. I'm sorry, I hope Kyle. You're food I'm cold sorry. Next time, an ass. And, right. and guess what? God. Guess where that? Hey, hey. Guess where that bitch gonna go? In the microwave. And guess what? I'm gonna eat some fries. <laughs> That's his tip. Take, hey, I hope he Kyle, hey, I was gonna 
honestly, now nah, hold on now. Now hold on. Kyle can have some fries. He can't bite the burger. That's 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 another man's land. That's just not fair. Uh, All right. He gonna take a slider from your white castles. What? Let's talk about. Come on, we should talk about the time where I was dog sitting. Oh. And, um, <laughs> oh the, my the god. The first time me and you were like bonded. Yeah. I was dog sitting for a family member, and Tawan. I invited Tawan over. He stood over there most of the times. I was over there. And we're like ordering food every night, and like we bought like a shitload of liquor, and we had like not like huge parties, but like a decent sized party and whatnot. Man, there was this one moment. And I always think of this moment because I'm like, Tawan saved me from throwing hands. <laughs> this is this moment where I was throwing up in the toilet because I had drinking. I had oh, I mean, I had drunken. And it was Captain Morgan. Because I know I. It was like I drank like half a gallon of Captain Morgan. No lie, like I was chugging that. I I was built different back then, I guess. But um, I'm throwing up in the toilet, and that's all I'm focusing on. I'm just focusing on like throwing up. And looking into the toilet bowl and telling myself I'm never going to do Captain Morgan again. And I didn't know Tom was carrying one of our other friends. And he's carrying it to the bathroom. And this man went to go throw up in the toilet. But my head was in the toilet. So if it wasn't for Tawan snatching me out the way, I literally seen <laughs> the vomit slowly fly in front of me into the toilet. And it got on my shoes and stuff, but like, I, I just remember like sitting on that floor and looking up at Tawan, and I'm just like, yo, this man's my hero. Cause if I would've gotten thrown up on, I don't I even know how I move that fast. Like, y'all don't, I'm a big or not. I don't be moving fast. I move fast when the time presents itself. And then that moment I moved, I moved fast. Cause I don't know how I snatched him away and moved the other, moved my other friend to actually throw up. Man, I'm gonna broke the quantum barrier. No, in the bro, flash. He literally so became quick. And I didn't know what was happening, bro. I was like, why the fuck he just snatched me? And I, I, I was just here, and I'm like, oh lord Jesus. But yeah, no, seriously, we've had like a bunch of great times together, like, uh, <laughs> and even recently lot. at the party. Yeah. When we go get to that, that's gonna be like last, last for us. Like a lot of friend groups, you know, things that you've done with your friend group probably changed, like especially now due to COVID. And we, it took, I would say it took us a little while to readjust because early on, like we were all, we would all like talk here and there in our group chats, but we weren't really like doing anything till eventually we made a discord. And I would say the discord saved me from immense boredom during COVID, like a lot of fucking boredom, especially once we got, you know, a decent amount of people in there and once we got the discord going it was like good from there like we started doing you know game nights here and there of course you knew we had among us nights everybody's playing among us that was the shit when we did play it like all the time we played um we played oh, jackbox yeah. which if you don't know is very fun so oh, very fun mini games fun. that you could like play with your homies like um online only one person needs the game by the way um and even if, if it wasn't like a big like group thing like me, LaShawn, and Armani, we play Call of Duty, and, or um, or sometimes we'll hop on our phones and play COD Mobile with Chris, because that's his shit. <laughs> this man is the mobile game king. You will always find him on his phone or his Switch playing a game. Hey, if I got time, I'm like, all right, let's just gonna play a couple rounds. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. A little back, else a little back to break at work. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, alrighty. Like, Either playing uh, Minecraft, Enter the Gungeon, or COD Mobile. 
You always find yeah, me there. Like, the Discord definitely saved my saved me in general because like I was going through a really like bad time and I was like I would literally stay in bed for like at one point I legit stood in bed for like a week and you know I was just going through shit really bad and then once we made the discord like I actually had a reason to like get up you know like even if it was just like move over to my desk and talk to like my homies on discord and like play games together so yeah man if you if you don't have a discord with your friends make a fucking discord with your friends because that shit's so great also like we, we just post like a bunch of tiktoks memes you know what i mean like we've customized our discord we have like roles and whatnot it's really cool you know we're not sponsored by discord but i highly recommend it you would love it discord if you're listening please yeah. sponsor oh, us yeah. i was just about yeah. to say like i always you know, say discord? i always say whenever discord <laughs> whenever discord goes public and ends up on the fucking stock market i will be buying me a good amount of shares please oh, sponsor yeah. us i i love discord yeah um, i love making i make like emojis for us like you can put like chat emojis and i love drawing That's them so great i <laughs> love drawing them i make one i try to make one for every person like their own personalized like emoji they can use in the chat <laughs> It also just gives me something to do, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I uh, definitely really appreciate Discord. It's kept us together, kept us on our bullshit, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> whenever someone had tea, Never left. we just spilled that shit. Oh, God. Going along with it, like, one of the things that like, we're glad that Discord has, like, the screen share option, which has opened up a lot of fucking possibilities for us, especially recently, because they started allowing you to do it on, like, phones and, like, tablets and stuff. But usually, like beforehand, we were just using it for like movie nights. So I would drop like a poll in the Discord and like we pick a movie to watch amongst us. And, and yeah, that was fun when we did that. But uh, now we kind of we kind of do like weekly TV nights. So we uh, every Fridays, Long Division night. Um, I don't watch it yet, but the guys watch Jujutsu Kaisen, so they also watch that on Fridays. And then Sunday is Attack on Titan night. We mm-hmm. all know what we're here for when I drop the Attack on Titan meme on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It means it's time to watch Attack on Titan. Because <laughs> now that I'm caught up, they got me in it. <laughs> I'm watching it every Sunday. Yes. So good. It's hora de comer. It's hora de comer. <laughs> Brother, yeah. Th- those nights, honestly, I look forward to because every because not and I'm shamelessly like I would watch it before you guys and everything. I'm like, oh, have you guys seen uh, WandaVision? I'm sorry. Um, but now, like, that I look honestly look forward to like Fridays the most just because I'm like, all right, guys, time to watch this episode. What's going on? You know, it those like Man. I just live for those moments. You know, where we can all watch Attack on Titan or WandaVision or Mayan. and I will Bro. watch Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes, Jujutsu Kaisen has been getting hot. I'm not gonna say any spoilers, but man, that most watch recent it. episode, yeah, that man, like you gotta yeah. watch Jujutsu Kaisen. Watch it sub, please. Watch yes. it sub. Yes. I I checked out the dub, and they did everyone dirty except for one character. Yes. But it's not enough to save it. You know what I mean? I'm not like one of those like sub like supremacy people. I know that there's like good dubs out there. Like like my favorite like show and anime of all time is Cowboy Bebop and I know that is a show you have to watch dub I don't care what anybody says Spike voice and dub just sounds so beautiful um but yeah watch Cowboy Bebop I love it 
It's time from two now. Also watch uh, Full oh Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because yes. that's a good dub as well. Oh, but that just makes you cry. Bro. <laughs> that's so good <laughs> though. Brotherhood. Oh, it's so good though. So it's good. so good. Love it. Mm-hmm. Trying to put everybody on. Um, no, definitely. But that's gonna be us when my hero starts again because that shit about to mm-hmm. get spicy. Big thumbs up in the chat from my mm-hmm. hero. Yeah, big teams. Big teams. Yeah, I think that drops on March twenty seventh. By Very the way. Very big thumbs up. Um. And yeah, yeah, and I would say outside of that though, as far as like you know the shows and stuff we watch, it's most of if like we're not doing that, Mani will just like he'll just turn on his iPad and he'll just start drawing shit and procreate, <laughs> and we'll watch him like we'll watch him live as he like draws like the weirdest shit, or he'll draw us, and it'll be it'll be it'll be hilarious most of the time. Or we'll have a TikTok session. We'll literally watch TikToks for an hour. Or as when uh, Lashawn was doing the Tinder thing. Oh, Lashawn, you should you should explain. Yes. You should Tinder explain terrorists. what Tinder terrorism Tinder. is, Lashawn. Go oh, ahead, brother Wallace. Um, rip. All right, all right. Let me go ahead and let me sit up, uh, arch my back out a little bit in this chair. <sighs> yes, sir. So, the quote-unquote term for tender terrorism what i like to do in my spare time is that i get on the famous social media dating app video game basically known as tinder and i decide to scroll through accounts that therefore i deem bullshit in their bios so you know lovely example if a woman has in her bio uh you know don't want to talk to anybody under 511 reporting her for terrorism how dare you have such these unfair rights against men when you know for a fact if a man said anything about you concerning your weight you would put him on social media blast i am someone that does not tolerate such acts therefore i eat i report the account another example if you're somebody that has trump 2024 in your bio not only is your account getting reported for terrorism i will personally find you and nuke your shit not exactly how sure I do that, but I will find a way as I am the tender terrorist. So therefore, that's just, that's uh, essentially just how it goes, you know? Like, you don't put stupid shit in your bio, and then I won't report it. So if you lose your account, you know why. Some some people play along with it, and I think it's so freaking hilarious. Yeah, it's funny though. Yeah, if he actually like gets a, some matches and like they message him, like he'll message oh, us with outlandish, oh. outlandish shit. Not disrespectful though. Like, like we'll be watching. We'll be like, "Hey, bro, you going a little too far?" We'll tell him to stop. And um, and like, they'll he'll say something funny. But some of the girls like match the energy, and that's the funny part. There was this one girl. So I have a signature thing when I do match with people. I send oh, the, the uh, I send the monkey covering mouth. You know, so you know, monkey see no evil, base or no, uh, speak no evil. You know, so I would just say some outlandish, wildest shit. You know, like. I think I told this one girl, if me and her dad play in a one-on-one basketball match, you know, I hope he doesn't try to shoot me afterwards. And then, you know, I would just drop the, you know, monkey speak no evil emoji. And then she would just, just fucking like lose her mind and laugh. It was a white woman, of course. That's how effective this has to be, especially dropping, you know, the monkey emoji. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I do my dude. During Black History Month? Nah, no, not during Black History Month. This, this, is a, this is a couple months ago. <laughs> Fuck that. Now, now, next month, tomorrow, I'll be back with my bullshit, of course, terrorizing, you know, Tinder. But um, no, yeah, this uh, it, it it's always funny when people just match the energy, um, you know, because it's all fun and games. But yeah, I've basically grown this persona, uh, this entity, you may say, as the tender terrorist. So if you ever wonder why your account's gone, just know I'm most likely the he reason. Strikes behind. again at night. So just don't put stupid shit in your bio. 
This man's a terror. This man's a villain. I keep saying it. Now, of course, if you do want your account back, I can talk to the officials and we can get it back for a nice little price. Of course, you throw a tip in there. I might even, you know, be able to boost your shit to uh, no, no, what's, no, what's no. the new Tinder? Tinder Platinum? Not you boosting Tinder accounts. I want to hear that shit. I I don't believe in me passing out tips. That's me and my own self. What the hell? Don't let this man in your restaurant. Look, bro. You know what tips take you from? Dollar store money. You know what you can do with dollar store money? Some honey buns, some bag of Doritos, nice little Arizona. Oh, he, he got that battery acid. That shit gonna burn. <laughs> <laughs> his, nut, hey, his nut be looking like I Sprite make sure from McDonald's. I have uh I have a bottle of core water next to me. I make sure I drink four of these a day. All the way to the top. Man, you can't damn, see it, but it damn near look like a penis bottle. Right? Nah, I'm not All saying right, that. Let me, not, let me hear not, you uh, yeah, go smarter real quick. The audience will love it, please. Yeah, you feel me? Hey, that's 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 on the OnlyFans. Give us a little uh, ASMR. The, that's on that's on the ASMR OnlyFans. Y'all got to pay extra for that. Y'all, you know what? Y'all stick around for episode three. We'll we'll see what we can make happen. I feel like your ASMR OnlyFans would be just you making like monkey noises and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just like outlandish ah, ass shit. Ah, ah, I'll pay for that content. I got you. Oh, shit. Loud as hell. I just, bro, my my opening statement is, do you want to hear the sounds of a gorilla ass slapping? And then I'm just like, people slapping my ass cheeks. You got my $10. Easy. Not not the bank's That you feel, damn, you shit with that? (laughs) You shit with that? (laughs) You know? Bro, this meme has been killing. I can't get it out of my head. Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. Come out, please. Oh, man, bro. that 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 barking that barking is my entity, bro. Have you ever seen that, Cedric's that, lives? No, bro, his lives kill me, man. This is and just saying, wow, that shit. But yeah, check out Cedric on TikTok. It's hilarious. He raised shout out, shout out Cedric. Uh, you know it. it, it if you're not letting somebody bite a chunk out of your ass, Literally. what you doing with all that ass? You feel me? Like, that's that's just that's, that's how recycling goes. It's a way of life. <laughs> we can't take this you man know? nowhere. Wow. I shouldn't be allowed anywhere, especially not, not Africa. Yeah. But we are gonna say that for episode three. Paris. And who was in it? <laughs> who exactly oh, was yeah. in Paris? I do have to ask y'all that. Some of your listeners out there, just just take a minute. Who fellas? Who exactly was in Paris? Fellas, <laughs> right? By all means, yeah. tell us. Uh, I, tell I, us. I, 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 we won't guys. judge you. The boys. You know. Ah, the guys. The boys. Mm. Yes, yes, the boys. That sounds a little close to the end. Mm, you want to finish with that? Well, I don't know who was in Paris, but I know we was all at a party recently, and that, that party was lit. Was an amazing party. That was a lit party. Uh. Yes. It was a small party, by the way. Yeah, we don't obviously. throw big parties in I need some new compromise, so we gotta, we got, we re- if it ain't us and like one other person, that's that's basically it. Yeah, oh, yeah. My immune system will fold on me like a lawn chair. No, for real, we can't have our boy in the <laughs> Oh God. I mean, I, I before we before we begin that, all I want to do is just say an opening sentence, just so our viewers can have a, a good iteration of what they're about to get into. Of course, this does concern me, and of course, you know, this is this is the real deal. This is the raw shit. Um, afterwards, of course, I'll let Christian take the floor, since you know I would like to hear him say what he needs to say about it. Uh, but all I can say is, 
Oh, I kissed the homies. Damn, damn right you did. <laughs> like, damn right like, you did. like, yeah, I, I used, you I used to tongue, too. Hold up, I caught you, I caught so, you. I'm gonna let, I, I know, I, I, I thought you said, look, we, we, we gonna talk about that, but Christian, uh, so you what happened take at the over. party? It was uh, Tuan and me and Tuan's birthday party, because his birthday is February 12th and mine's February 6th, so we decided to combine our birthdays together to kill two birds with one stone. Anyway, uh, we get to the party, the guys have been drinking little, I get there late because I just got out of work, yada yada yada, they tell me to catch up, I start taking shots. Um, um, can I talk about us doing the M word or no? We did a bean. We did a bean. Yeah. We, well, okay. Yeah. We popped the bean a little. Um. So it kicked us. It was pretty strong. So it kicked in pretty hard. And then you know we got to the point where we're just like we're like you know like, guys I love you you know y'all my homies and everything. And then we get to the point where we're just like all right just a little quick little peck you know. Aaron unfortunately wasn't there because he was in the bathroom throwing up. So sorry, Aaron, you missed out on it. This is the so second just... time Aaron misses the homies kissing, bro. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it was first our Ma- me and Mani, um, no tongue, and then it was Juan. Yeah, no tongue. No tongue. Me and Juan, no tongue. <laughs> and then it was Lashawn. Lashawn said, "Told me explicitly, no tongue." I'm like, "All right, no tongue." Um, but yeah, after that, um, yeah, one thing led to another. That thing was enough. Yep, that thing was yeah, definitely yeah. thing. Um, so then finally, the, the piece de resistance, in my opinion, was Juan and LaShawn. Uh, if you didn't hear from the first episode, LaShawn <laughs> is pretty much like the straightest person in our group. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't shame her for that. It's whatever. So LaShawn just said, you know what? Fuck it. You know, let's go. Let me go crazy. She he grabs Juan. He kisses him. And you know, the cherry on top, he gives him tongue. That, that was then, a long it, kiss. it was for like it was like a it was a peck. It was like a solid like good like a, a minute to two was, minute kiss. This, it, it was it This man was leaning forward. This man was in he put he what kills me is when he LaShawn acted on and kept putting my hands on your face. I'm like, hold up. I'm like, you're in love. <laughs> y'all about to make y'all like, about to make love here. I'm like, bro, because I was like, okay. Yo, you know what? 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 Fuck off, all right? Fuck off. He has been a one day one since 2012. It was his goddamn birthday. I deserved. I deserved that. All right. I I you am the man that that that. Nigga, I that, deserved. I was a death car <laughs> one. <laughs> she was about to go nuclear. Slap oh, for real. Nigga. I was about to be Godzilla walking through the city on y'all, it was funny because nah, when, when it happened man. like i was like all right we did it and then like he was, was still there and i was like okay and they were still there and then like the little tongue went and i was like oh okay 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 and i'm back back because i know he's trying to do all that <laughs> that shit that that entire that so, was like a whole like five to, minutes to it was up, like a whole five minute ordeal between all of us and that lives rent free in my head until i die I I essentially passed myself around the room. See, it's funny because I'm always the host. I've always said that, like, just to me, I've always said like, "Hey, y'all, the hoes." Just to me, though, it'd be a joke. But that night, Lashawn was the host, and not even I was the host, and it was my. I, yeah, I think that's I think that's the wildest I've ever been. But honestly, like I. I don't. I don't have any complaints. Yeah, it wasn't you know? nothing. Oh, I, 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 I didn't. I, yeah, I ain't regretting we did. Well, okay. I go, I'm gonna say for me, I didn't regret anything I did that night. 
I had a good night. I, I made sure you the drinks what? was flowing for us and everything. You and I both did, Juan. We just shout out Jada for cleaning up my throat. Yeah, I, I made, a, I made, I made way too many mistakes. We're not talking about know, that. We're not talking about that. No, 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 no. no. It, I'm not. I'm not going to get into what exactly it is. But I, I more so want to say, you know, I, I, I can definitely say I, I did something, you know, with the homies that I, I don't think I've ever, I would have done without you know being in this friend oh, group word. you know because it's a sense of it's it's a sense of feeling you know masculine like comfort of masculinity within this group you know like if i if i was with any like some other friend group you know i, I felt like i would have been pressured into thinking you know just you know kissing one of your boys like you know that's that's automatically deemed yeah you know and it's it's downplayed and bad like that so i can definitely say you know being with this friend group has made me feel comfortable within my own skin being my own you know the man that i am and has you know lowered any sort of masculinity, I guess, within me. Kudos to you, my brother. Yeah, go ahead. But, but, but I'm thankful. That was growth. I, I'm thankful. It's, it's so funny. I'm thankful, and I look. Come on now, y'all making it sound like growth. Like I'm no, fucking. I'm <laughs> no, I'm literally being serious, though. That's like I know. Some, I know. That's like I know. some growth coming out of you. Like, I can't even lie. Like Lashawn, high school. If high school Lashawn saw that, he'd be like, "Oh, bro, that's gay." <laughs> he put Riley. Yeah, I know, I know, know but fair. like it's not. But it, that is growth. I'm not saying, but I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not saying like my fuckers need to kiss their homies to to realize it. But I'm just saying like that, like you recognizing that if you were in a different type of situation, like some other people would have said something like negative about it. I, I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it, it was honestly one of those things where I was in my mind. I was like, you know what? Like, it's, 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 it was stupid of me to think that. And you know what? Like, I'm big. I'm big balling. I know. You know what? I, I'm going to do this shit and I'm going to fucking rep it. And that was basically just the chaotic energy that pursued that entire night. So, but I can definitely say that, thankfully, you know, out of any of the men I've ever kissed before, I at least kissed the people that I loved. And, you know, right. I'm, you know. <laughs> it, it was so funny, though, because I was the first one to kiss LaShawn. And he was, and I was like, "All right, I'll give you a peck." And then he's like, "Okay, okay." He's like, "You okay, essentially took my virginity." I, I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." He was like, "Okay, a peck." I'm like, "Okay, oh. a peck." I'm cool with the peck. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I'm comfortable with who I am. And then I went and pecked this it man, and good. he grabs the side of my face. I'm like, "Hold on, now, what's going on?" And this man starts moving his lips. I'm like, "Yo!" And then, and then as soon as I felt the tongue slip, I was like, "Okay, okay." I was like, "We we gonna, we gonna slow the road real quick, buddy." And then, um, then oh, he, he went about with, with everybody else, but um, it was honestly pretty funny. And it even hit me to like a week later that that, that shit actually happened because, like, I was very, I was really, really drunk. <laughs> like, Aaron and I were drinking since like 3 p.m., and at, at that point, it was like 8 p.m. So it did hit me to a few days like later, and then near a week, and I messaged the group chat, and I was like, y'all, I was like, we real life kids. <laughs> I don't know why that shit didn't hit you. And I'm like, and uh, yeah, I woke up the next day and looked at myself in the mirror. Yeah, I'm a dirty boy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, the the fun, in my opinion, yeah. the funniest part that happened was the next day when um, Aaron and I were on the bed. We we're just chilling there because you know we're just you know chilling. And then like I lean up because we're charging my phone, and then. <laughs> Uh, Aaron just like, like he like leans over to me, and tries to kiss me, I'm like whoa, 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 like relax, relax. That was yesterday. You missed that. Whole... <laughs> See what happened was. <laughs> Come on, King. Yeah. No I remember he said he said he said he, no. I remember because he was like, oh, I'm, he's like, I was only half kid. I was like, hold on. Hold on. <laughs>
So that fifty percent, you were like, you were serious. It was mainly well, the thing. It was funny to me because I was like KO'd, had my eyes closed and shit, and I felt you leaning over my body to grab the charger. I was like, should I do it? It would be funny. But then you stood there for a little bit long. I'm like, yeah, this would be hilarious. <laughs> Slide pants off. This is gonna be so funny. See, this is why when I'm high, I just lay down and close my eyes. Ah, so when you move, you just on demon time, huh? That's that's you, sir. That boy looks like bro. I think like oh god. I was about to say, yeah, my eyes just glow red. All I all I see is red. Hold that red. When we're listening to music, that shit you was know. beautiful. That was amazing. Man, like... Shit, I don't even remember can music. We talk, can, we, can, we, can we tell them? You guys comfortable with that? I'm okay with that. I didn't, I didn't do anything, so... <laughs> I'm snitching ass. He's the one that's getting... If we ever get interrogated by the police and he gets a coke, we know who snitched. The fuck you mean, bro? I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna try to resell that shit. Well, yeah. No, I said, well, just to give it some, just to give it some brevity, some of us um, partook in some, in some mushrooms, as you, as some would say, those magic mushrooms. <laughs> and, do, 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 do. yeah, and it was a great time. We, we ate it with some tacos, and that shit was immaculate, first of all. And, shit, we had a good-ass time. I'll make sure, when it comes to us linking, I'll make sure we vibe with the music. So I've had the music going, and we was just lit. That in was silence <laughs> we was late in silence yeah, okay. literally when you could just like be in a room with your homies and like not have to talk and just enjoy the music that shit just it feels so like liberating and the music was perfect i don't know man I, for a second i thought Tuan was whipping up some like some songs and like mixing that shit because the songs were just they were just uh what's the word like fading into each other so perfectly and man, I was just, I was just the ceiling, enjoying my time. And I was like, y'all look at the ceiling. Nobody wants to look at the ceiling, but I love looking at it. I love when things are a little bit like trippy for me personally. But man, when Runaway by Kanye came on, I literally was like, nobody talk. Nobody talk, just pure vibes right now. Bro, that, that, song, last, it, that song lasted an hour. And I wish it would have lasted an hour or more. So that shit was beautiful. <laughs> It was immaculate. Um, I would say, if you since it was your first time, Chris, how did you feel taking them? Uh, it was it was something. I definitely enjoyed it. I really wish it would lasted just a little longer for me, but it definitely did feel it because the, I knew it. And I said this many times. The moment I felt it was when I looked at my hand and for a good second. I'm like, I looked at it. I'm like, that does not look right. And then I look up at the ceiling and it just starts like moving. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm gone. No, this is, this is I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> but it, it was definitely a, a really good That's feeling. I, I enjoyed myself. And then when I was laying on the couch, then you sat next to me. And then when you like were, what were we doing with my leg? I don't remember. Oh, I saw that. I think I was, I think I was just grabbing on. I think I was massaging Christian's leg. Yeah, and I, I was like, oh, this is so nice. So just, I just needed something like- one thought it was his leg. <laughs> yeah, I swear I thought I was like I because th- like when during the music was playing like I I like just gripped the shit I th- I thought it was my leg but it was his leg and I was like oh damn I don't know the music must have been hidden when my eyes was closed because I didn't know what I yeah. was doing I was like think like oh this is fine with me I don't give a shit it was like oh, it was nice it was beautiful uh 
Shout out to Jaden Smith for PC- PCH because that song oh, is yeah, fucking God, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, Listening to it twice is like this yeah. pure vibe. So, so pretty. Good. So good. Yeah. And then that's it. Just seeing Aaron late, like, I don't know. You ever just like look at like scenery and it just relaxes you, like a mountain fight or something? Just seeing Aaron just laying there with his eyes closed. He'll like somebody's daddy chilling on a recliner. <laughs> I was just like, the fact that he was just like so like calm as shit. I was just like, yo, this is making me really calm. And it was beautiful. Yeah, it was it's like, it really was. And I this is why, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking down to anybody, but like people who get bad trips, I, I've never really gotten a bad trip with anything before. And I think it's because I'm always super selective on who I do stuff with. And with you guys, I always have like a mm-hmm. great time. I could literally be having the shittiest like month and then we do some shit. And then it's literally just a beautiful time. It's just like pure vibes listening to music we talk here and there but like we have a comfortable silence you know what i mean we're all just like in tune with ourselves and then we just we decide to talk or share when we feel like it and i just love that shit yes facts um i'll say for me i always know when something's kicking in for me when i look at the emoji keyboard on my phone and they're waving back at me that's when I know that something is kicked in, and that's when I knew our our mushrooms had hit had hit my ass because I was trying to send a text and the little the little smirk on my phone was waving at me, and I was like, "Well, okay, we're I'm like we're here." So at that point, I just put my phone down, closed my eyes, let the music go, and we we were good from there, and it was a good like even like because you know night before we did we, we we was off the bean the night before two beans actually and coming into and like sleeping that off uh, and then coming into sunday and just doing that and just being serene after the previous nice activities of debauchery it was it was lit because we were drinking like... we were drinking because i because yes. yeah, i told them if it's my birthday we all gonna be drinking from when i wake up until i go to sleep and i made sure that was <laughs> that shit was good because i stuck by we, that rule we okay. took a shot i had my drink named after me i felt so special I'm like oh my god yes I, um because um I, i'm pretty i like to make the drinks for the group so I made us a punch and I also made us a drink menu and Christian and me and Christian had our own drinks on there. And yeah, it was it was lit though. We had, we had a fun time. Like all, everything aside, it was still it was still good vibes for the most part. And I wouldn't want to do it with any other people. So it was cool. Yeah, man. So if you guys are ever down for a great honesty. experience, hit us up, bro. We will we're basically your spirit guides. We are a party package group. Literally. There's yeah. no you way. Can't order are, one. If you order uh, one of us, you order all of us. Yeah, you can touch it for one deal, baby. Exactly. We you are, will uh, have a great time. Honestly. We go, we we go by a little group name. You know, we are like the Neapolitan. You know, like ice cream. <laughs> you, know, you, you got your vanilla. You know, <laughs> you know, it gets a little vanilla gets a little darker as Christian. You know, color scale keeps going. Whatnot. You got me and Aaron, we chocolate. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, me. Well, yeah, me, me, Aaron, and Tawan. Oh, sorry, chocolate, chocolate now. But I see. I was gonna say say me and Tawana chocolate, but you know, like the Neo, the Neapolitan like s'mores bar. So Aaron would be the bar, the darkest piece, like on the outside. (laughs) 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 This nigga just said you the, you the, like the cookies that hold the ice cream bar together. The ice cream sandwich. That's essential. 
You know, <laughs> bro, that, we, we need you. Hey, hey. You can't be saying shit like that. Don't put another brother down. Come on what? now. No, no, I'm saying he's he's essential, bro. He's he's a. But if I return the favor, no, I'm the bully. No, high school, you would say that, yes, but. Hey, I'm essentially saying that you are a part of the formula. You are needed in order for this you know, to succeed. You are you are you are, you are the B squared to me and Aaron. I'm sorry, me and Tawan's. You know, A squared equals C squared. All right, okay, you know? Aaron, let's talk, let's talk about how me and you were drunk before like lock of us started showing up. We started making jokes between ourselves, and you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? The how we're saying the whole like reparations. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> my mule, bro. Me, me and Aaron were basically saying, like, yo, imagine if, like, they did, I started, like, you know, like, uh, you know, good old Joey Biden starts passing out mules and shit. I was like, imagine just, like, <laughs> just walking out your neighborhood and everybody just got a mule outside. Mule shit. or Tesla? All I need is 48 yeah, years. 120 mule power. <laughs> <laughs> so for those in the audience who don't really get the joke, uh, Abraham Lincoln during the emancipation promised all black people 20 acres and a mule. Of course, he got murked. And then the guy who replaced him said, nah, fuck that shit. You ain't getting no mule. And I'm just saying, I still want my motherfucking mule. So Joe Biden, if you're listening, or, or Kamala, let's cop in charge. I, I'm, I'm sitting here waiting. I, I'll get a stable. I know where to get some hay. You know, uh, I clean up after it. I brush it every every season and, and whatnot. This man what, played Minecraft once. Hold on, hold on. He played Minecraft once. I put the like, chest on the back. Yeah, what's what's your mule's name? Shit, <laughs> Betsy. Really? That's yeah. not bad. Cute. I like it. Okay. Betsy. Betsy yeah, that's cute. This is a good. I feel like this was a good episode, honestly. Shit, where you get that hay from? I might need some. We gotta feed you, right? Oh, you see, you use my hair. No, right, we gonna feed you. Yeah. Why am I the hay? We gonna feed you the hay. I don't crunch, motherfucker. I mean, well, I guess I crunch if you, you know. I thought you. I oh, thought you, you gonna feed me the hay? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I said you is. were a motherfucker. What? I got the ass of a stallion. No, sure. Yeah, we'll, we were talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, I'm gonna need you to send oh. me a video later for research purposes. The Megan blasphemy. And now, please, by the chunk out that ass. It's hard standing. It's hard standing atop at the world with this goddamn Trump dunk. You feel me? Like it's not even a dump trunk. It's it's it's, it's so fat and massive Sorry, that like it's, it's reversing the letter, bro. When it comes to like having a dump truck of an ass. Yeah. True. So, Honestly, I cannot beat the one in God. Wagon. I was about to say I cannot beat the the one and above all God, mighty Thanos ass. That is galactic booty. Got, I think honestly, I think Juan slapped his ass cheeks together and created a big bang itself. <laughs> I'm sure there's another universe, <laughs> another universe Boy, like out I there before, that is thankful. You can move a recliner and a mini fridge in that motherfucker and live in that bitch. Hey, you could, you could. Th- th- this this is a life quote. You could push and move a rock. But you can't push a move to Juan's ass. It pushes you. You feel me? <laughs> That's just something to live and die by. LaShawn Wallace 2021.
I'm out. So um, I guess with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to end this. Alrighty. I swear, what a great way to end our show for the week. I mean, do you guys have any closing statements for episode two of the Minority Report? Uh, love you guys. Y'all be good. Yeah, that's it. If you truly think Black History Month is ending, you're the enemy. It lives on forever. Oof, you ain't wrong. Be sure to love your kids. Even if you're disrespectful. Man, fuck them kids. Nobody talk about how kids can just kill the vibe. But. <laughs> I mean. Man, kids can kill the vibe. I don't care what you're talking about. And uh, just make sure to remember um, once in a while, you do have to. Let them motherfucker loose in your neighborhood just so you make sure, uh, you know, justification doesn't come towards your neighborhood. So you gotta let that bitch out and then boom, you're good. That could be implied either gun or penis. Let that bitch loose. <laughs> Never lie. Oh, God. All right. Well, I guess for me, I just gotta say, <laughs> I guess I just say thank you all for listening this week. Um, if you came back from the last episode, thanks for joining us, especially if you got this far. We'll be back, back on our bullshit. We'll Sayonara. Yeah. And if you enjoyed this Period. episode, you know, please feel free to leave us like a five star rating on your Apple podcast. You know, if that's your stream of choice. If you on Spotify, if you listen to us on Spotify, give us a follow. Have notifications on so, you know, you can whenever we get dropped a new episode, bam, you can listen to it right away. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much. See you next time.